0: Warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV
1: show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome
2: to viewers and others. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Scrooge Bronson and i am s. Foster. and this is the viewers anonymous podcast what's going on with you bro
1: happy new year um, man. man happy new year to you man hey but this is a special episode for two reasons man two yes, reasons
2: man yes, I, i'm i'm excited about this one i hope yes, the fans yes. like it. uh we got a special guest today you know what i'm saying for the for the first episode of 2021 and on top of that man this is our anniversary bro this the, we done did this joint for a year man how you feeling bro Hey, it's
1: it's been it's been a hell of a ride, man. Like I you know, I always bring this up that the fact that we took our hiatus, but man, like now that we're rolling, like I feel like this year is gonna be a whole lot better than 2020. I'm excited about this podcast. We got some new things going with this podcast, man, and
2: I'm just really excited, man. Yeah, man, me too. You know what I'm saying? This this has been a hell of a ride. You know what I'm saying? We've come a long way. Um, it's been getting better and better since we've been doing this. And I ain't a to lie to you, bro. I wouldn't, I, I don't want to do it with nobody else, man. You're the perfect person, you know what I'm saying, to be in the other seat on this joint, man. And I appreciate you for being here, bro. Hey, man. Likewise, man. You already know, The so. feeling is mutual. Of course, man. So uh, without further ado, man, let's bring in our guest. This guy is, I'll let you introduce him, you know what I'm saying? Because you introduced him to me, so I'll let oh. you introduce him. <laughs> hey man
1: this is a dude man we, we go way back um you know what i'm saying we went to high school together um you know he started his podcast thing and he's doing it big up in philadelphia now man he's from the culture connoisseur podcast and we're bringing in jamar dean to the viewers anonymous podcast man um i'm excited about having him all he's been on the stolen time podcast you know what i'm saying and I've been on his podcast. So, man, we, we, we just got this this podcast relationship, but also, you know what I'm saying, a friendship that's that ain't got nothing to do with the podcast, man. So we got Jamar up in this building with us, man. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. Happy 2021. I'm sorry. Happy 2021.
0: Right,
2: man, hey, man, hey. Don't go back. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy 2021, <laughs> brother.
1: Let's get before, it. before... Before, before we get into it, man, like, you know, uh, Scoops was just saying that, you know what I'm saying, we, uh, it's in 2021 now, man, Also, uh, happy new year to you, uh, we haven't said it on the podcast, but this is why I was trying to tell you earlier, this is actually the anniversary episode, this is one year anniversary of the Viewers Anonymous podcast, man, and you're the yes, first sir, guest, you on that first episode of the year, well, up the first year, so we hope. Maybe we hoping everybody. I'm on it, bro. Like I, y'all
0: didn't tell me this, so I kind of I should dressed better. Like I feel like I need like. On my <laughs> <on>. <laughs> hey, no, I got, I I
2: dress,
0: got, I like got I, it on
2: my work shirt
0: right now. Yeah, I, got, I, feel <laughs> dress like I feel like I'm underdressed. I'm in Philly, and I'm I feel like I should have my 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 my, my, my eye key out and stuff, but I'm really uh, just like no. I'm just low key. <laughs>
2: You
1: can't nah, have the nah, Aki out, man. You can't have Aki out. Yeah, man. Like, and also, also, man, you know, uh, while we got you on, I just want to say on this podcast, man, I appreciate everything you do, Jamal. Also, man, uh, what we on right now, this is something you introduced me to. You know what I'm saying? Introduced it to Scoots, and this is going to be like we done, what, Scoots? Like maybe two visual, and then we just went straight audio. Uh, we did so, like two or three, and it did not work. Yeah, out it was if like one wanted it to. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, man, you introduced us to the Streamyard. Yep. So, this is going to be the first Streamyard visual that people gonna have on YouTube, man. So, I gotta That's thank right, you for
2: bro.
0: that. Man. Yeah, it's all thanks to you, man. Hey, man, y'all. The thing about it is, I try to tell a lot of people uh, wherever I'm at, man. This dude, t- dude, Tony Cotillo, really put me on, man. He uh, he, he worked at Fox Sports. He put me on. He was like, man, listen, you can do all this stuff. And I felt like it was only necessary to pay it forward to my OG. You know what I'm saying? Show my OG, though. So anything <laughs> I can pay forward. You know what I'm saying? i, I pay it forward, man. And uh excuse, I appreciate you having me on, too, man. I just met you, but you're a solid dude, man. Oh, uh, man,
2: for sure, man. Listen, any if if this guy gives you, you know what I'm saying, the gratitude and the word, man, i, I follow it, man. Like you said, he, he got it, man. This is <laughs> All right, so that's what we're doing this year. That's what we're yes. doing this year. All right, all right yes. now look. hey, man, now, we gotta give these flowers, man. We
1: gotta give these flowers. I'm letting y'all know it. Hey, if I get a big head, man, it's because of y'all. I'm telling you, hey, I'm just deserve- trying to stay humble around
2: here. Get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, so, that's what's so, up, man. I appreciate man, listen, y'all. Man. This episode, man, you know, it's very, very special because, you know what I'm saying, like we said, this is the, the first uh, episode of 2021. Um, It's the first episode. We got a guest. It's our our year anniversary. And um, we're doing a very special franchise this time, man. Um, This is one that that actually inspired a lot of people. Um, It was inspired by somebody special. Well, they say it was somebody special, but you know what I'm saying? This is a movie that really put a bunch of people in the seats to, you know what I'm saying, turn their lives around. It's been a motivation for a lot of people. Uh, we talk about the Rocky franchise, man. You know what I'm saying? We doing the Rocky, the whole Rocky franchise. Rocky, Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Creed 1, Creed 2. We doing all that thing, man. You know what I'm saying? We bringing it in. Uh, we going to talk about Rocky today. How feel about this, man? Y'all ready? Let's get it. dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, no, sir. no,
1: no. All time, all time, all time. So, I know y'all saying, seen, hold on, is it Delirious or Raw? Um, I think it was Delirious when uh, Eddie Murphy said that when, when motherfuckers came outside that Rocky movie. Oh, man, Yeah! Yeah, that's that joint, hey, bro. Hey, that was hilarious, Boy, I'm trying to tell you, but in the yeah, way he yeah. were walking with that joint, yeah. that shit was funny as hell. That shit
2: yeah, was funny, sir. man.
0: So, before we start, man, I got to tell, like, a real quick story. What's so, up? I'm in Philly. So, I'm in Philly. So, I, I just started for my New Year's resolution. I said, I'm going to get back in shape. So, I said, you know what? There's no better Philly way to work out than to join a boxing. Dude, I know nothing about boxing. I'm about 220, <laughs> and I'm about six one six two. So, yeah. dude, I go in the gym. Dude, want to wanna spar. Like, I've been boxing for real. What I thought I was gonna have a shiner when I came in here, bro. Dude hit me so hard yesterday, like, I legitimately thought I was gonna like die. Like, I was like, bro, I'm done,
2: I quit. I'm already done. Did <laughs> You had a headgear on, I'm already done. huh? You had a headgear on, yeah? But dude, not me, the, but I'm talking about, I oh, had a headache, oh like five hey, minutes listen, ago from yesterday. Anytime you, anytime you gotta put the headgear on, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Do it. I'm telling you, this is, what they do. this is how they, this is how they suck you in. Right. So I know, I know a few people who box, you know what I'm saying? I know a few uh, people who grew up in the actual golden gloves and they tell you like, whenever you got to do the head the headgear don't help you because it, it, uh, it ruins your sight. It ruins your vision. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like if they swing it on you a certain way, you might not be able to see the punch coming. You can't do nothing but take that punch. Because you can't see out, you know what I'm saying, out the side of the headgear. So whenever you got to do the headgear, don't do it. Just decline and and just do a regular spot. Don't do no headgear.
0: Oh, I retired. I'm already retired. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my money back for my membership and all that. I'm retired. Like I'm,
2: I'm not... with
0: you. Ain't nothing wrong with it, man.
2: With it. You can always box at home.
0: Yeah, I'm not a donist, bro. I'm I'm good. I'm 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 okay.
2: Like, I'm, That's good. That's good.
1: Shit. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of Adonis, yo, yo, like, did y'all see the video when um when Michael B. Jordan was training with the dude where he was trying to learn the punches and like yeah, he, he had fucked up and got hit in the face and got
2: knocked out for real? Yo. And, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool on that. Ain't, that. ain't no movie worth it that much to be getting knocked out over? Nah. Nah, nah. But that's, but, a, but that's I think that's one of those scripts he could have passed over. Oh, uh, messy, There you go, man. We we ain't got that yet, man. We ain't got that yet, man. <laughs> all right, how y'all want to start this thing? Um, number one, man, let's start at the beginning.
1: All right, man. All right, so basically, basically, you know what I'm saying? Apollo Creed is the man. Rocky's the challenger. Like we ain't gonna get into all the love story, backstory, all that type shit. So basically, he fight Apollo Creed, and he ended up ended up being the draw. And so then they had to, uh you know, both of them end up getting carried out to the hospital because they not they both knocked each other out at the same damn time. And so then they hit the ground and all that type shit. So like my whole thing with Apollo Creed is obviously it's great that when you think of somebody like Rocky to be able to, because I don't know which one he actually started being a a producer on, but like for him to bring in Apollo Creed, I thought that was cool to bring in Carl Weathers because, you know, this this movie, because when you think about movies, this first one came out in 1976. This shit could have been completely whitewashed, but for him to bring him in, I thought that that shit was really good. Now, did he have that whole little thing of, I mean, you know how they kind of portray us sometimes, at the, you know, the cocky guy and all that type shit. But then at the same time, I think with boxing, you got to be able to sell the fight because boxing is really a show for the fight. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have too much of a problem with, you know, Apollo Creed being like as flamboyant as he was, because when you think about Muhammad Ali, like. Would he be if he didn't do the whole like forget the whole little social justice stuff that he did? I think a lot of the stuff before that even happened that got him, you know what I'm saying, for people to pay attention to him was the fact that he was so flamboyant and so, you know what I'm saying, exuberant and all that type shit. So I thought that, that was a good twist to
2: put on somebody like Apollo Creed. Um okay. The 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 original story of Rocky, I heard. I'm not sure if it's true was about a boxer um, in real life who actually got a punch-off on Muhammad Ali. That's really supposed to be the story of the first Rocky. It's supposed to be that um, Muhammad Ali was fighting some... They, I guess they considered him a tomato can in the boxer world, and he actually got punched off on Muhammad Ali because I guess at the time, Muhammad Ali was just one of them dudes who just couldn't punch. And um, they, I guess they made this whole franchise based off of this one guy just so happened to get a lucky punch off for Ali. Um, Rocky is to me, one of those, I don't understand how they, off. He, he seems like the most mediocre boxer in the world. The first movie is him fighting for a moral victory. He gets beat up by Apollo Creed in the movie. You know what I'm saying? We see him sparring, We thinking that he going to do all this stuff. We see him training. I had a tiger come on. We all excited. He running up and downstairs. He punching me and, and somebody's, uh, I don't know why, but I guess that's supposed to help. And then boom, out of nowhere, next thing you know, um, you know, it's all, it's a wrap. Apollo Creed beats him down. And this is the, this is the first Rocky. You know what I'm saying? 76. We think that this this the Italian stallion guy is gonna come in save the world, but he doesn't. The big black guy whoops his ass in the first one. And uh, I just I'm I'm one of the ones who just don't I don't get it. I don't understand the the uh, the fascination with with Rocky. How you hmm. feeling, Jamar? All
0: right. So I, this is this is a heavy. This I got a lot to unpack. So. Being in Philly, before, I, I'd i already seen Rocky. I already knew about Rocky. Um, I grew up watching Rocky. And the the original, the person it's actually based on is a guy named Chuck Webb. Yeah, yeah. He's from New York. So the funny thing about it is everybody associates Rocky with Philly, even though uh, the guy's actually from New York. The Italian Stallion makes sense for Philadelphia because there's a heavy Italian presence in Philadelphia. And on top of that, there's a big boxing presence in Philadelphia. It's one of the biggest boxing methods in the world. So it makes sense to associate the two. The I think what appeals to people when you talk about uh, Rocky and you talk about the franchise and why people love it is because it's the poor guy. It's the guy that really don't have nothing. It's like rags to riches in a sense because he's a nobody until he has this fight. And still because you don't really see his background. You don't see all the stuff he did to get to that point. You see him still doing meat, hitting meat, you know, run up and down step. He doesn't have a whole lot. So he's not the flashy guy, but he gets beat by the flashy guy. And you know what's crazy about it is that in our real life, a lot of times, we're always told that the the, the underdog always wins. And in yeah. that first one, he don't. <laughs> he actually gets he get beat pretty good. So you know, like yeah. It, it draws you in a certain type of way. It's Instead of it being that rags-to-riches, good-feel story, it's almost like, dang, is he going to get back up? Is he going to fight again? So it draws you in. So I understand why the directors and why the producers of the movie did that. Because it it not only wants you to, makes you want to see, okay, is there another Rocky? It, what happens with Rocky? Does he stop fighting? Like, what happens? So then you get sucked into the franchise. So
2: it brings you the movie, too. Yeah, man, and, and this then is, this might be the this might be the best one. You think so? Because like this was, this was the rematch. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, the this rematch was, might be the best one. Like the rematch, like for Apollo Creed to lose, like he didn't just lose the like, fight. You know, the crap thing about Rocky is Rocky ain't ending lives, man. If you think about it, like he ended careers. Because when you think about, like, once we get a little further further on into the series, like, what we found out what ended up happening to Apollo Creed, especially, like, we'll get there when we get to six, not six, but when we get to three. But when, I like that about number one that he didn't win, because you always get the story of the guy winning. And also, I like to see that because see what they, what was so genius about the first one, and then Ross well, Sylvester Stallone did right, um, Rocky one. So, I think the rags to riches story is very prevalent because that's how the dudes end up boxing in the first place, especially in those times like they, they, they can't, mm-hmm. like the only way to really get up, like if they're not good at football or you know, basketball or whatever. It's like a lot of those poor enfranchised people that ended up getting into boxing. And that's what Rocky did. You know, Rocky wasn't, you know, he ended up meeting Adrian. He didn't really have shit and all of this type of stuff. So I think that to take that movie and do it that way, I think for him to lose, that gives you the intrigue to give you number two. Because what's really, starting off, what's the point of giving you a part two if you want to be honest. Like, I don't think people would be clobbering
2: to go see it. I, I see, I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I think that uh with with him losing in our first one, it kind of, like you said, it gives that rags to riches story, that, that underdog story, and we all know that everybody loves the underdog. Nobody wants to root for the guy that's already on top. Um But what we don't what we don't realize is is that this is really setting up um, a story for the agent because this is not just a story about him becoming the underdog in boxing. This is also him being the underdog in love because he's actually following Adrian around. So this is actually becoming a love story more so than it is actually becoming a boxing story. And so what we end up doing is we end up seeing um, Rocky becoming this this major figure in, in the boxing realm, but we also see that he's still like kind of in in a rock and a hard place in his love life. And now we trying to, you know, we, we get to see the, the, the dynamic between him and Adrian a lot more and we don't really get to see, um, you know, the whole boxing. I, I don't think it focuses more so on the boxing thing than it does more so on the relationship between him and Adrian. That's just my take. So kind of the and I'm gonna take this a different
0: route because I think y'all are going, we're all kind of going in our own routes, and I and I like it. I think I also kind of catch the the kind of the feeling of I don't know if you guys remember the great white the great white hype or the great white hope when the dude basically yeah. had, so it has yeah. a lot of undertones of that too, as well, because it's like these guys that you know they're basically pent to be mm-hmm. enemies, you know what I'm saying? They're painting them to be like kind of enemies, and you know, if you look at the video, you look at the movie you know, Apollo's got his side and it's not only like the hood, the hood, the, the black guys over here and he's got the white guys that could challenge him that could possibly take his, you know, his, his his crown or whatever. And you see the kind of the conflict there but something else emerges, which we'll talk about later on in the movies, that you don't see coming. Like never, like in the movie, as the movie goes on, you're like, man, they these guys hate each other. But really there's a more of a respect that is built in there and that's kind of like another part of the story um that it kind of takes you to it's like dang like you know these dudes should hate each other like this is the white versus the black but really in all honesty you're looking at we looking at it this way and the director's pushing us to look at it a different way so i love that part of it like yeah. it hitting you from all these different angles like it's speaking it's it's pulling it's pulling it's pulling at your heartstrings first of all and then it's also showing you a, your own humanity in the
1: movie it's it's crazy
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and the wild part is there was another director for the first one. Stevester Stallone directed, wrote, and starred in this one. So if you think about it, like he really started a whole different little trend. Like, this is like a new thing that a lot of people are trying to do, like, in the last couple of decades. Like, people wasn't really doing this in the 70s, trying to take on all three roles. Like, that shit is a lot. And, like, a lot of people make fun of Stevester Stallone by the way he talks and all that type of shit, like that. But, like, I mean, I didn't notice until just now, like, dude, like, I got a whole new respect for this dude. Like, I thought that he was doing this the last couple of years. I didn't know he wrote Rocky Tube. you know what I'm saying, and directed it. So, that gives me a whole new different respect for him, and also, like, that also tells us, like, this whole Apollo Creed character to what I was saying earlier, to have Carl Weathers be that guy, and like you said, um, Jamal, with the whole thing of them building, like, this friendship, even though there's, like, this, they're trying to create this divide, but these dudes actually become, like, really, really good friends, and also we get a little bit more of Apollo Creed's story, and his training and stuff, and Rocky too as well, because they they just focused on Rocky in the beginning, but like you said, Scoots, with the, adding the different storylines, as far as him chasing Adrian, trying to get Adrian's attention, him trying to start this boxing career, and him trying to you know what I'm saying, become the heavyweight champion of the world and all that type stuff. So for Sylvester Stallone to write, direct, and star in this,
2: do I got, I just gained a whole different respect for him. Man, listen, um, this is this is uh this is one of those things to where later on down the line you find out that Stallone was the the guy behind all of it. And you, you know what I'm saying, you kind of not surprised about the story of it. you kind of not surprised about the outcome of it all. Um It's perfect that Stallone was the guy behind everything because now we understand why Rocky wins in the second one, why he wins the way he does in the second one, because we actually get the actor's perspective instead of getting the director's or a producer's perspective from it. So we actually can see why Rocky would be able to get up and that last minute, and then be able to win over, you know what I'm saying, over Creed or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying, it makes the movie that much better. And then what it does is it builds up to my favorite Rocky, the, the greatest Rocky of all time to me, number three, right? So we get to see my guy, the, the most intimidating man on the planet, um, the one who's not to be messed with, Mr. T. And this dude brings in... So much he brings in so much so much swag in this movie. It was at one point in time. My favorite scene in this movie, they stand in there and they talking, and then he says, Hey, I want to fight you, Rocky Bow Boy. And then he was like, Oh, the, the trainer was like, Nah, Mickey said, Nah, we don't want to fight you, you're a bum. And he was like, Nah, forget that, old man. I ain't talking to you. He said, I'm talking to you, Rocky. I want to fight you. And then Rocky was like, Well, maybe you know you next in line or whatever Rocky said. And then you know what I'm saying, Adrian step up. And then Mr. T was like, Hey, don't you want to be with a real man? Somebody who can keep you warm, keep you close. Give that thing that's looking for. And then you know what I'm saying? It was on the popping from there. <laughs> it was on the popping from there. Mr. T hit on this man's Mr. T hit on this man's wife in public, you know what I'm saying? Without a care in the world, man. And then I just found out the story about this whole movie too, which I saw. Continues to make this my favorite Rocky. Um, This is the start between uh, Sylvester Stallone and Mr. T's beef in real life, is this movie. So, this is why this is my all time favorite Rocky movie. And so much that goes on here. So, the crazy part about this, as soon as
0: you said I couldn't do nothing but laugh, I had to turn my face. Because if if like anybody that anybody that knows any type of pop culture reference, if you if you've been around, if you haven't been living under a rock, you know the type of cultural reference that you know Mr. T has and Club Elaine mm-hmm. in general.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: he didn't really change his appearance to do it; like he was still eighteen, eighteen Mr. T. So it's not like mm-hmm. you have to you you're not looking at a dude that you don't know who he is. He didn't change his personality at all, and I don't think really at the end of the day, I don't think he would have. Um, He wouldn't have cut his hair. He wouldn't have cut his mohawk. He would have been who he was. Um, And and this is kind of a part of it that I think people don't really get. If you played video games back in the day, if you ever had a video game that had a black dude with a mohawk that was boxing or fighting, you automatically thought he was cover lane, even if they didn't call him that. So, in my yep. mind, anytime I think about his role in the movie, it's necessary. He's a necessary mm-hmm. evil that he has to go through. He's he's that guy when you're dating a girl that the opposing. He's that opposing guy. The guy when you I don't know if y'all remember when y'all used to go to the club because I ain't that I'm not that far removed. But when I used to go to the club, I'll go with my girl, and if I will hold my girl hand, and if any time my girl would walk away from me and start talking to some dude, I'm already on the defensive. But just imagine now you in the club, <laughs> some dude come to you say, "Don't you want to get up under one of these some of these warm arms?" And you don't buck up and do something. Oh man. Like, it challenges our manhood at the court. So I know what Sylvester Stallone was doing because now I, as a man and as a father and a husband now, I know what I do. I, I, I have to put pause on him, dog, like yeah. straight up. So <laughs> T, he's a necessary evil But it's for Mr. The T, man. Yeah, he's a necessary evil. But it's Mr. T. To you gonna him. put pause on Mr. T? I mean, I gotta be rad about mine. Even If I get knocked out, I'm gonna get knocked
2: out in her honor. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do it. Hey, Mr. T can have her. I'm not fighting Mr. T, bro. I'm not I'm fighting not, Mr. T, bro. <laughs> gold chains and that, in that, that feather, that feather, that feather earring, bro.
0: He got it. He's the first Lawrence Lawrence Taylor dog. Before Lawrence Taylor was Lawrence
1: Taylor.
2: Fact. Yeah,
1: that's where Lawrence Taylor got that shit from.
2: That's a
1: fact. Yo, like, yo, what I what I like, yeah. I I like three. I like three. Um, the thing about three is like, this is when Rocky life started to change. You know what I'm saying? This is when Rocky started really making money and start doing stupid shit, like doing a celebrity fight with Hulk Hogan and all this type of shit. <laughs> and like, so, like, so this one, like, it, it brought out, it gave you that whole thing of like, this is what real boxers deal with. Like, you, you start from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? You start make some bread, and then you start doing dumb shit for money, and then also. What ended up happening was when he took the fight, this dude knew he could not beat Clover Lane the way that he fought Apollo. Because, see, Apollo wasn't a bruiser. You know what I'm saying? Apollo was more a finesse type of fighter. Clover Lane was just mm-hmm. like, well, he was basically Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson. So they were like, yo, you can't go into this fight fighting like the way that you normally fight. So, what do he do? He goes to Apollo Creed and Apollo trains him like a black guy. <laughs> So we see like this this whole transformation of like and this is this is why I've always been a fan of Sebastian Stallone because like I'm not trying to make this like you know what I'm saying I, the point I'm trying to make is for him to to bring in the Mr. T, also bring back Apollo Creed and Apollo Creed's trainer. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like really helping, I don't want to call it helping out the black community, because I'm pretty sure these people earned their spot. But I'm just saying, like, for him to bring in these people and reoccurring people, like, he's 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 sending out checks. you know what I'm saying? And, like, I like the way that he knew that, like, yo, I cannot beat this dude, and it showed you that climb. Like, that's when, I think that this is when I, the Tiger, really took over, was in part three, because yeah. that getting stronger part like you seen him getting better and better and better. Like you can see that Apollo Creed was a whole way better athlete. He was a whole lot better of a boxer. So he had to go to him and train him the way that he would train him. And it's so funny, like watching, like, <laughs> like Rocky's, like, what's what's Rocky man' name? Oh, uh, Adrian's brother. Um always, um, would fuck, um, he would always fuck with him. And, like, man, he was saying, oh, you can't train him like that. He was like, Rocky ain't got the rhythm. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. Man. When he said Rocky ain't got the rhythm, hey, and that shit was so true because he did not have the rhythm. But that shit was hilarious, man. No lies detected. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's, that's what I like. That's why I liked it about three the best was the fact that Rocky knew he had to switch up. And then he went back to Apollo Creed. And that showed you that friendship that they had. And I think that once we get farther down the list, we'll also understand why the other part of Rocky
2: took place. Yeah, man. Um, this this Rocky is so dope to me because um, I, I heard this story on another podcast about how um, Mr. T got mad at Sylvester Stallone because he was supposed to win in the movie overall. It was never supposed to be a rematch to where he get beat. None of that. He was supposed to flat out win like how Apollo Creed did in the first one. And then they were supposed to make another one where uh, Clubber Lane comes back and then he loses the Rocky. But they didn't want to go that route for um, Rocky... What is it, Rocky 4. They didn't want to go that route. So what ends up happening is you don't know say you get the rematch between clubber lane and rocky and the third one and then you know we got to go through it all over again twice so um what ends up happening is mr t tells sylvester stallone we will we we'll had never worked after this we'll never work again ever again i don't care how much money you give me none of that we'll never do it again and he basically stuck by his word. so Later on down the line, uh, Sylvester Stallone also creates the Expendables. Um, uh, and <laughs> he calls Mr. T. He said, hey, man, I got a role for you in the Expendables. I want you to be in there. And he was like, not until we do another Rocky where I win. Well, Sylvester Stallone was like, that shit over with. So, boom, they go to the next one. And then Expendables 2 pop up. And then <laughs> he called Mr. T again. Hey, man, listen. I really want you to be in this Expendables. And he said, man, you already know my terms and conditions. And he was like, well, fuck it. And so Creed 3 is coming out. And the, the rumor around Creed 3 is that um, since he already fought Drago's son, he's supposed to fight Clubber Lang's son next. But they they still trying to get Mr. T into the movie. So we don't know if Mr. T gonna be in Creed Three or not, but supposedly the storyline is he fighting the son or the 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 uh, the, the trainee of Clover Lane. So we'll see. We don't know yet, but that's supposed to be the actual story. But it's so dope because Mr. T is literally telling this man, "If you don't make this movie to where I win, I'm not doing it." So we might see, <laughs> we might see Clover Lane knock out Rocky in the new Creed Three. We'll see. I don't know. But if he in it, I'm I'm assuming he's gonna knock right out. Man, do you really wanna see that that uh that
0: elderly fight, bro? Like I don't wanna see. It. Yes, like I I'm do. gonna be real. Sylvester Stallone, yeah. damn near be safe. I don't wanna see him fight nobody. And and it, and yeah. it's kinda and he and if you do get knocked out, okay, cool, whatever. Like I I know you wanna see it, I get it. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to see somebody elderly get knocked out. It'll be funny, you yes. know, whatever. But in in real in all in all reality, this movie right here, man, like three to me is like I said, was a necessary evil. It had to happen. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know, like we now we get this the perfect setup for four, you know, for Rocky. Oh, hold on, hold on. oh
2: yes. Before we get yes. to four,
1: before we get to four, we gotta also mention the movie ended with uh Rocky and Kree fighting, and it paused before they hit each other. So we never, we still don't know the outcome of that fight to this day, of the, the oh, third sorry, fight that was between the Apollo greatest, Creed. The
2: greatest sparring match that that never yeah. was.
1: Yeah, never I dude, That was the dream team game. You know the yep, dream team game been. they keep telling us about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's what yeah. that was.
2: Yeah. it's yeah. things of legend, baby. Things of legend. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so listen, do do you guys watch? Do you guys watch Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia? Okay, so do you remember the one fight where Frank was supposed to fight the one dude from the boxing gym? That's what I envisioned as Mr. T <laughs> Rocky hockey fight. <laughs> supposed to be like a creature. Is when Frank Reynolds went back to the gym to fight. Uh, I forgot what dude's name was, but they called him uh, Frankie, Frankie uh, Trash Bags and trash Cans or some shit like oh, that. The trash Frank man. went having it, and he juiced D up so she could fight the, yeah, he juiced D up so he can fight the uh, fight the other dude's daughter. This is what I expect new Rocky to uh, the, to be like, the new Creed, I'm sorry, to be like him and uh, Mr. T and Rocky are going to go at it, and then the boxing ring, they're going to spar it out. Mr. T is going to take that shit serious and really knock Rocky out. Creed is going to get mad. He's going to be like, hey, you can't do my uncle like that. Then Rocky is going to get cancer. He's going to die. And then Mr. T going to feel sorry for knocking him out. Oh, this is all real. This is how this is how I see it. Rocky is gonna he gonna die of cancer because they gotta kill him off eventually. Cause he's been dying of cancer for the last five movies. And then Mr. T gonna feel bad for knocking him out. And then he gonna be on both of their side because it makes sense. That they both gonna be black. So he's gonna be on both of their side in the in the uh at the end of the fight, and then Creed is gonna win, but they gonna shake hands and everything at the end, and then they're gonna be teammates somehow.
1: You got that whole that you know what? <laughs> I love that you did that. Because I be having my own scripts in my own head too of how I want shit to go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is, he already like he's already this is the thing. I think you can't do it too many times. Because the problem yeah. is you already got Apollo's offspring, right? Now He's using, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Duke. Duke's son is his trainer now in Creed. Yep. So it's like, then you bring Drago back. So Drago got a son, and now you're going to do a Clover Lane son, and now he's going to be working with Duke's dad and Clover Lane's dad.
2: Like, this is it just, that, that, oh, that's just a little bit too I don't, much. I don't know if they're going to be working together. I don't know if they're gonna be working together, but they're gonna be. He's gonna be chair for both of them. He' gonna he' gonna do something like uh, a little interview before the fight. Like whoever wins is it's a win for for us or something like that. I don't know. They're gonna find a way to tie it into Black Lives Matter. I don't know. It's gonna be a social justice. Movie. <laughs> to see. Oh
0: man, I didn't, I'm trying to tell I you, man. I can't even do it with y'all, boys. Y'all wilding, man. Watch you see. Watch you see. In going to have a BLM on I'm his on his y- trunk.
2: Yeah. With the with the fist. Okay. he going he's going to
0: have a
2: fist on he's going to have the fist on the trunk or on the top of the gloves. Watch you see.
0: Everybody use wild. He was, wild. <laughs> he was wild. If so, if this really I am never I'm never going so right, to know. It's going to be some so in Philly. If this happened, I'll never watch another movie with you. I don't ever want to talk to you again about a movie. If <laughs> you were ruin it for me like that, that you would know have some type of inside information and support it for everybody, I, I would never speak to you again.
2: I have no inside information. I just assume that it's going to be some kind of social justice thing. They're going to have like a riot breakout in Philadelphia. I don't know. We might even see Gilly and Wallow. Who knows? I'm just saying, man, just know that something is going to happen to where. They're gonna bring some kind of type some type of social justice initiative into this movie. They're gonna have Mr. T shaking both of their hands, saying the bet may the best man win, and he's gonna be happy for both of them because Rocky died.
1: Oh
0: man, that's hurtful. But I hope that don't, yeah.
2: don't happen. Because I, I like Rocky. I know,
1: man, because Rocky cuz man. I don't know if you remember Creed too, man. Rocky, Rocky got ready to the cancer, man. He ain't got cancer no more, man.
2: You know, gave him yeah, cancer man. and everything.
0: Rocky's trying to get Adrian, even in death, but he take cancer. Don't even want to get treated, yeah. so he can go see his baby.
2: He don't care. And that's what I'm saying. We ain't even heard. We ain't even heard from. Uh, we ain't even heard from Rocky's son. Remember that. Yeah, we're going
1: to get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll we, we be jumping too far. So, okay. But I'm okay. going to okay. remember okay. that. I'm going to remember that. So the thing before it is, so when four comes, Rocky's supposed to be That's the thing. How many fucking – do I you know how many times Rocky retired? Because I remember Rocky retired like maybe like eight damn times and then he got pulled out of damn retirement. So three. So he ended up retiring three times. So he retired this time around. And what ended up happening was, yep. so this dude they hear about over in Russia's supposed to be the next vex thing. And Apollo Creed is like, yo, we're gonna do uh exhibition match. You know what I'm saying? So, so he's taking it lightly. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's dancing around, he got a little hat on his head, man, and he dancing around and he thinks this shit gonna be a joke, and Drago took this shit seriously. And then we get the all-time meme. Like, everybody want to talk about motherfucking Joy and Crying Face. Fuck that. Throw the damn towel. <laughs> it's the all-time meme. But when he said, throw the damn towel. And, man, he went not throw that towel at everybody. Where go <laughs> beat my man to death. And y'all was supposed to be laughing. Man, this is the death of Apollo Creed. Man, he died. Man, he died. <laughs> and so that's why we're dying. Shit,
2: yo. So,
1: uh,
2: amen, y'all amen. are some sick individuals. Please. Please. Yes. yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did this give us the throw in the towel meme, this also gave us the outline for Nate Robinson. Uh, when he fell on the canvas. You know what I'm saying? Oh! <laughs> this is so foretelling. This no. is so foretelling. <laughs> hey, man.
0: Everybody not a boxer, man. I just told y'all my story. Hey, everybody young. not a boxer.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listen, Nate should have uh, took some advice. But this is this uh, is so foretelling. You know what I'm saying? We see, we see the, this, you know what I'm saying, the young, well, not young, but this this um, this Sprout Charismatic Apollo Creed, you know what I'm saying? He he excited, he ready to you know show his skills, he thinking that he about to go out here, put on the show for the people, represent for America. Um, this is where I this is where my beef with Rocky, uh, the Rocky franchise comes into play. Um, I love Rocky Three. Rocky four is when I start hating Rocky, right? So Rocky 3 had my man Mr. T in it. I was a huge Mr. T fan. I had the Mr. T album. You know what I'm saying? I remember when Mr. T came out with his rap, uh, his rap solo uh single, you know what I'm saying? Mother, there is no other. She told mama right. You know what I'm saying? He was rapping at the playground with the kids. I was like, man, Mr. T. You know what I'm saying? He was wrestling. This is the this is the greatest person to ever put into a movie. And then they put my other favorite guy in here, but they made him a bad guy. And this is when I hated it. They put Dolph Lunger in here. And I used to love Dolph Lunger because he was He-Man. He was my favorite superhero ever. He-Man was the greatest superhero of all superheroes. And then they made Dolph Lunger a bad Russian dude. And I was like, why did they do this to Dolph Lundgren? But not only did they do that to Dolph and they made Dolph Lunger whoop on Apollo Creed. And he, he whooped on him bad. He whooped him something bad. It was it was disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So that man after his whooping, if he dies, he dies. He dies. <laughs> How do you tell another man that? He said, I must break him. You know what I'm saying? They made my man, Doc Lundgren, not speak proper English and destroy shit. And I was like, oh man, this is all bad. And so, <laughs> what is wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> and so, you know what I'm Doc Lundgren came in, you know what I'm saying? This is at the height of, and as uh, Doc, bro, you already know how I feel about this. This is at the height of America. And Russia racing to get to the moon. We gotta know that America didn't get to the moon. So to to, to <laughs> knock that whole fable down, they took Dolph Lundgren and made him Russia, and he knocked the shit out of America. And what was even so sad about it was they made the black dude die. Right, the black dude got his ass whooped, but then the white man come save the day as America. What type of shit is that? After all the shit we done been through, you know what I'm saying? We got to lose the Russia, and then the white man go come save it. I just, this is I'm sick of it. This is where I, this is this is where this is the end for me, man.
0: All right, man. I gotta this
2: say my, this. This, I gotta, this is where I start my beat. I gotta be. say the pod, bro. The pod about to go real south
0: real quick. <laughs> I gotta say this. it's all on me now. Why you put me in this position? All right, so to I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna get historical with y'all for a minute. All right, so like you said, yes, it was in the height of the race to the moon. Yes, Dolph Lundgren was he man. Am I happy that Apollo Creed had to die? No, but he had to die because of the arc of Rocky. It had nothing to do with Apollo Creed. It was because the arc of Rocky. He had to show his sense of because Rocky has to go through a lot in these movies. You have to see his morality because if you don't see his his human well his humanity, it makes him almost like a superhero. And in most superhero movies, right. we don't see them really go through any type of loss other than uh, normally, in like Disney movies, we see like the, the like their parents die normally, which is really actually kind of morbid, but whatever. Uh, like we see they they lose a parent, but in this case, you watch you watch Rocky be responsible for the reason that Apollo Creed dies because he doesn't want to throw in the towel, and that becomes a part of his arc later on for the rest of the movies. Is that he's fighting his own demons. Regardless if it's uh Apollo Creed's death that he has to hold on to and he has to deal with Felicia Rashad, which is also an issue. But you know, we'll neither here nor there. But we there's different there's different layers to this cake. It's like an onion. We gotta keep peeling it back. The fact that he goes and beats Dolph Lunger in the mm-hmm. in the uh in his friend's honor is not him saving, not him saving anybody from the big bad wolf. It's him getting his get back for him killing his friend. And I know you don't like to hear that. But it will be no different than them boys in the hood when they shoot my dog. You know what I'm talking about? Ricky. When they Man. you know what I'm saying? And Not they the go get that get back. Not the same. And I know you saying say that's the same. But it's the same. Because anytime, any time. It is it is and when they go ride back around the corner and they go shoot at my boy. They like you know what I'm saying they trying to get that get back. This is nothing but vengeance. and him getting back. If they kill Rocky, the the movie's over. Like it's it's it? There's nothing left. We we know
2: we know in the future that that's not true because what they could have did if they were smart, they could have went ahead and said, "Hey Mr. T, we got something for you." And then they could have just went ahead and put Mr. T in Rocky space you know what I'm saying? Mr. T and, and, and Apollo Creed, Clubber Lang and Apollo Creed could have teamed up. They could have been the greatest black duo in all the boxing. no. The movie called wanted, Rock? They wanted Apollo Creed to die. The movie's called Rock. It's, it's, not it's called, called Creed now. It's called Creed now. Yeah, but that's dip. See You're jumping too far. You're
1: jumping too far, man. Like, we'll get that. We'll get that when we we'll get that. I see both of you all points. And also, like I was saying earlier, you didn't even bring this up, Schools. The fact of uh, Rocky ruined, um, uh Apollo Creed's life because Apollo wasn't the champ no more, so this fight never even would have came yep. up. Yep. If he wasn't champion anymore, because remember really, yep. it was an exhibition fight, it wasn't exactly. even a real fight. And he was, and Rocky was telling him, "Yo, don't fight this dude." And he was like, "Rocky, you don't understand. I have to fight him." But he, he was like, basically, I have to fight him for my manhood type of thing. So he really put himself in that spot. And then oh, oh, oh. Rocky has to deal with this same conversation once we get down the road when we get there. So I see what Jamar is yeah. saying because he's having to deal with these different adversities. And like, if you don't put this, because he's already got to deal with the adversity, he's not a great boxer. Like, he, he gets, if Rocky don't, this is the thing, Rocky, if he don't knock these people out, he don't win any fight. Right, table hits than anybody. That's true. So, he, so he's not a great boxer at all. So the whole thing of it is him battling through adversity. So you have to add something to his life, and Rocky was alone makes up for it once we get there. But I think that he also puts himself in these impossible fights where he's not supposed to win. But yeah, I also like the fact that he beat Fago. For the simple fact of, like, that was comparing this dude to, like, a robot. They were saying that he wasn't even Mm -hmm. human. So, like, the whole thing of, like, him not really fighting anybody, where it's like a bad, because the thing with Drago is, Drago was was my Tyson before my size. He didn't have long fights, but everything was quick. Everything was knockouts in the first round. So, when he had to go 12 rounds,
2: Drago started to break down. Why, why you shaking your head, man? What, what 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 am I saying wrong? Man, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you disrespect the great Mike Tyson by putting Ivan Drago next to him. Listen, you know what I'm saying. I said I said everything for parody, of course, in the beginning, but I don't know I'm so saying let's let's put it down to brass tacks, man. Um, it was necessary for Rocky to be Ivan Drago because at the time, like I said, man, we we had the race between America and Russia about the you know what I'm saying the moon landing, getting to the moon first, getting in space first. And you know what I'm saying we had movies like Red Dawn we had um i don't know what what was what's what' some other movies we had a whole bunch of movies where we was battling with Russia, and Russia was supposed to be a big bad guy during the eighties right so we know why Rocky had to be uh rocky had to be Ivan Drago. um the reason I was happy that Rocky beat Ivan Drago is because it really showed that no matter how many uh how many systems they hooked this guy up to, how many steroids they gave this guy, how many times they, you know, measured a, measured his punch on the punching machine or whatever they did with him. It really showed that, you know what I'm saying, that inner fight and that inner will always overcomes everything. And it gave a great message in this movie. It shows you that no matter what you're going through, if you put your mind to it and you put that focus towards it, you know, you can you can really have an amazing outcome you know say never give up never surrender and you can achieve anything that you want to achieve and i think that this movie was the pinnacle of that message um we you know we we get to see rocky in one of his uh first losses in a, a long history of losses that's coming up in the rest of these movies and we get to see how he he deals with it you know we get to see him not necessarily dealing with it the proper way but actually going into uh, a boxing ring and dealing with it that way. You know, he kind of got his frustrations in a violent manner and we don't really get to see him take his uh, frustrations out in the proper way of maybe like a therapy or um, I don't know, some, some type of um, rehab or something like that. But we get to, you know, we, we actually see him fighting for revenge and fighting for vengeance. And this is, you know, a, a huge example of that. <clears throat> and, and, it's the late eighties too, so you know, we don't get to the point of where we have that level of um that level of conscience yet. We still are, you know, dealing with bullies and everything like that around this time. So yeah, it was you know, so like I said, everything in the in the beginning was parody, but I think that this is necessary, like you guys said, because we really get to see Rocky, you know, overcome a huge obstacle in this one, and it's a necessary obstacle. Yeah. And
0: and even more to that effect, like what you said, I'm gonna be real
2: short on this one because I had a space to said everything. But,
0: um, yeah, like you said, like as as men, like we're men, so as men, we try to deal with things like we still we want to revert back to our uh, our like our uh, kind of like our senses. Our senses want to bring us back to being like really mm-hmm. uh, real I am man. Like let me hit you with something heavy. Like that's we always want to go back there, but. And at that time frame, that's what we said. Like, when we were growing up, and as a young as a young boy myself, everybody got to deal with bull- bullies or adversity or the big guy on the block, whoever that is. And if you back away, because Rocky could have never fought him. Rocky could have walked away and never fought out of a Because he really didn't have to fight. But the fact that it was get back, right. like I said before, and, you know, a lot of times as as we grow up, like we don't really necessarily we don't approach bullies like a lot of people run from their bullies like their entire life they'll run from their bully. they'd be 30 something years old going to the high school reunion still scared of that person or not or not really and it's either the bully come up to that person and tell them, hey man i was a jerk growing up and i should have never bullied you or that person in their 30s finally get the balls and hit them or something but it but those movies back then, they showed you how to step up and how to be a man. It went, oh, I'm going to get a gun and shoot Ivan Drago. It was, hey, we're going to put these mitts on and we're going to battle like men. And I think that was the message that I wish it was portrayed more today. Like, I don't need no gun. I got these two hands. And if I get beat, I got to come back and fight you again. Uh, even when I was a young boy, I got beat up one time. No, no lie. I got beat up one time. I tried to fight this dude on the bus. He beat me up. My pops got me off the bus. He took me back to the dude house, knocked on the door. He said, "My son lost the fight to your son." He's like, "I brought the I brought the boxing gloves. Let them get it in in the yard. They don't like each other. Let them fight." And to this day, I'm still friends with that dude. Like to this day, mm-hmm. I mean, he got me again too. To be honest, like I didn't beat him up the second time either. So he got me twice. But he but that respect mm-hmm. for for us back in them days was different. Now everybody want to jump straight to shooting. Or oh, like I can't beat you up, so I gotta shoot you. Like that's not a thing. Like what happened to taking mm-hmm. an ass cutting? Like what happened to that? Like that is a prime example of this movie. Like he killed his friend, but he didn't go out here and try to get vengeance with a gun. He could have did it that way, but he didn't. He went back in the, the ring, fought him, and he ended that dude's career. Like after that, Ivan Drago is no more. You know what I'm saying? So you know it is what it is. Only you, son. I'm I'm off my soapbox.
1: No, no, no! You're right. You're right, man. And, and that'll push us to. This, this is my second worst one. All right, I I've never been a huge fan. Of five. Um, it, it didn't really have anything to do with Tommy Guns. It really had the fact of like because at the end of that fight, like, like you got to remember Rocky retired. He so he came out of retirement. To Ivan Drago. So then the people are expecting. Rocket to keep fighting and what do we, do? we get? We get to fake Don King in this one. You know what I'm saying? So we get the fake Don King to come with his fighter to try to get Rocky to fight. So Rocky's not gonna fight. So then you get Adrian. This is when Adrian is really the most vocal. Because Adrian knew how fucked up Rocky was after that Drago fight. So Adrian is like really like putting over no word in, it's like, no, Rocky, you're done, you retired, uh, all type shit. But the one good thing about Five is the fact of his, his manager or whatever the dude named Screw. Him. and Rocky was broke. So Rocky had have no money, so Rocky got humbled again. So Rocky had to go. So it shows us Rocky going back to his old neighborhood, going back to wearing his old clothes and all of this shit. And so Rocky tried to take a different approach because he was like, well, I'm not going to box anymore The Adrian won't let me box. So he goes to training and, and then Tommy guns come out of fucking nowhere. And then so he starts training Tommy. And in the process of training Tommy, this motherfucker forgot he was a father. You know what I'm saying? So then he goes to <laughs> ignoring his son, which which that shit pissed me off, dude. I was so mad because like his son was going through his own shit. You gotta understand, like anytime something traumatic happened in your life, you got kids. Your kids are going through that traumatic experience as well. And like his son got his coat taken from him. You know what I'm saying? So this son get his coat taken, he starts training, and then he goes back, beats the bully up, get his coat. He just wanna say, Dad, I got my coat back. He's so focused on Tommy, he don't even give a fuck. It's like, man, you fucking asshole. That shit, that shit have me hot, <laughs> but I was bad as hell. Oh bad. I was like, man. <laughs> And his son just wanted some attention, man. He wouldn't even give him no attention. And so that shit really had bugged me out. And so that's why I thought Rocky got exactly what he deserved when Tommy Guns went with the fake Dunn King. Because it was like, dude, you totally ignoring your family all of a sudden because you upset that you don't have that lifestyle that you had, you know what I'm saying, the past couple of years. And like Rocky didn't handle that shit as well too. But I will say this and I shut up, the whole fact of This one, what what was good about it was this wasn't a boxing match for a belt. This was a straight out street fight. You know what I'm saying? He fought Tommy Guns in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that shit was good. But I was just more, I was more pissed off of the of the life shit than the movie. So it's, I I, I'm I'm a mixed bag with with Rocky Five,
2: man. Mm -hmm. So, for me, this movie is, um, this movie kind of changes the, the relationship slash love story aspect, right? So, earlier I talked about how um, Rocky is a love story between him and AJ. Um, but what we really find out is the love story isn't between Rocky and Adrian; it's between Rocky and boxing. And we kind of like you, you know, so like you kind of stated earlier, we get to see this because he kind of puts boxing ahead of his family. He puts boxing ahead of pretty much everything else, even paying attention to his finances, because like you said, we end up finding out that he goes broke and now he got to move back and restart everything. So this is pretty much the marriage of Rocky and boxing and how much he loves boxing and, you know, how much he, he devoted his life to this instead of like you said, devoting his life to his wife or his family and you know what I'm saying this way, you know what I'm saying, like Mickey dies, um, you know, we we end up um we end up seeing the the strain between him and his son and and then, you know, we try to at the end, you know, we get to see them bring that back together. Um in a weird in a weird kind of way, which was Different because it was like he gave him something from Rocky Marciano or something, which I thought was already weird because it was like Rocky and then he getting something from Rocky Marciano. I don't know, but um, you know, it, it, it's just we get to see that that the the that, that, that uh, connection and that it's it becomes more than just this love affair of man and woman. It becomes this love affair of man and sport, and that's, that's pretty much. Just where I was at with it.
0: Man, that's y'all gonna to be too hard to, to follow, but I think I, I think I got something. All right, so <laughs> and, and this is this is to the Don King element of it. All right, so they bring in a fellow, kind of similar, playing off the Don King thing. The guy that's the, the quick talker, the moneymaker, can he can pitch a fight. He's gonna bring you a lot of money and a lot of riches. But at the same time, in that same mouthful, you have to also know the the disadvantages of going with that guy. He doesn't really care about you. He's looking for a fight. He's not looking for your best your best interest. So you can go with this guy, and it, and it's kind of weird. You know, it's kind of like the Kanye song. When you get on, leave, they ask for a white girl. It's kind of like that. It's you get on with Rocky. He, he mm-hmm. trains you, does everything for you, and then once you get to where you're going, you leave him for the nice, shiny, pretty thing. And that's another part of this story because you giving everything to this person, to try to make sure they become something in life and they don't make the same mistakes you do. The whole time, you got a kid at home that you're not teaching these same lessons to. He's getting bullied. He's facing other adversities, and you're not there to even to walk him through that. Um, but the good thing, the saving grace of this movie is the fact that does matter, is that his son does find a way to, be, to beat the bully. He does find a way to overcome his adversity. But as you can see, apart, like we said before, these Rocky movies are teaching us humanity. And it's teaching us the difference between uh, and this is going to get deep for me and Sean and maybe you too, Scoots. It, it's teaching us the what happens when the father isn't in the home. When the father is oh, absent yeah, from the home, the children will suffer. Because there's not that mm-hmm. leadership, that guidance in there, that, that, that man God in the house that they need to see growing up or that man king, they need to see that. So when your son, especially for young men, um, for young men, it is different when your father's not around because you don't have that example. So in this movie, Rocky's a person in the community, people looking up to him in the street. But at home, you lacking. So I think from that from that Mm -hmm. that humanity standpoint, we get to see that as well. So this movie is bigger. It's not a great boxing movie. This one is about life. This is a good life movie. This six or five is a great life movie.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I was the reason I said the words because I think because this really explains why him and son have the relationship that they have. Because I think he was probably, I don't know, 13, 14 years old in this movie. And once you really think about it, you don't really see him no more until really Creed 2, really. You know what I'm saying? Because their relationship was so fucked up, probably because he was so focused on Tommy Guns and trying to get that money back that he, you know what I'm saying, that he forgot he was a father during that process. So, like, Wacky Five, like you said, that was a great example. Like, there was a whole bunch of shit that was going on in Five. And I think that also bringing in the fact of, you know, him losing Mickey was a really good point. Like, he had, like, a whole little flashback because he went to the old gym and and when Mickey had gave him um gave him his necklace, that, uh, and that's what you talk about, right? Schools like the necklace that he had got from Mickey. He was like, mm-hmm. "I got no." Mickey said he got it from Brown. So, and then Mickey gave it to him, and then he gave it to his son. Mm-hmm. So, like that's how that whole little thing went. But I still think that like this really adds this different little quality to the movie because if I'm not mistaken, Adrian. No, Adrian didn't die in He had because. Damn. So when did Adrian damn die then? Six. Did she die? Did she, and
2: that's in she the next in six Okay. And I didn't it's got much on the be Before, but it's in the next movie. Yeah, because like I think that the actress
1: died, right? And then they just kind of said that Adrian died. And then what happened? Oh, I don't know if she died in real life. I don't know if she I'll died. I'm
0: going to up real quick, man. Go ahead. Keep going. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay.
1: But like, so Rocky Six, that's Rocky Bad Boy, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is all I got on this. This is the one I hate the movie. most.
0: This is the dumbass you, movie. It was. You a, guys don't have to come to me for this one. I don't have any input on
1: Babo. I didn't watch. I don't either, dude. All I this is all I got. He was too fucking old to be fighting, and he supposed to lose, and he lost. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I, like I seen it like one time, oh, and man. it was like stupid. It was stupid, dude. Like it was. That was a waste of time. It was a waste of check. Man, his old ass isn't supposed to be fighting, man. True. True.
2: <laughs> okay, so fortunately, I watched this movie, right? I, this is one of the ones that I seen. Um, this was starring Antonio Tarver right at the height, you know what I'm saying, where Antonio Tarver was the man, you know what I'm saying? He was doing the thing at the time. Um, so it was, it was, you know what I'm saying, like a, a, a sign of respect for Stallone to bring him in and let him, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, play – the antagonist in this movie. Um what I thought was dope in this movie was uh they used the fight night uh video game to basically simulate who was gonna win between Antonio Tarver and Rocky. And they used that in like this ESPN skit or whatever. And basically that's what started the whole thing between um <laughs> Antonio Tarver's character and Rocky. No This is where I get the hate in the movie. And this is why I say this is the worst Rocky out of all of them, right? Antonio Tarver's character is named Mason Dixon. Yeah. But it don't (laughs) stop there. It doesn't stop there. His nickname is The Lion. Yeah, that's right. His name is Mason The Lion Dixon. Now, if you are a (laughs) black person in America and you hear this goddamn name, it should make you furious and angry because why the fuck would you name the black dude Mason Dixon? Who the fuck thought that was gonna be a cool name to be a a, a boxer? Who who said hey, guess what? His nickname should be the Lion. That's pretty dope, man. Who, who the fuck was in the writing room when this shit? Happened? <laughs> this shit was, was horrible. And then you, not only do you not only do you not. Yeah, not only do you not let him, you know what I'm saying, come out with a stunning victory, you let old ass 60-year-old Rocky Balboa tie Mason the line Dixon. So they came out in a draw. He didn't even beat Rocky's ass. So you mean to tell me that Rocky could beat the Mason Dixon line? Is that is that what we trying to say? <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on here? Cause I don't know. I'm confused. What kind of subliminal bullshit were they trying to throw at us with this goddamn movie, oh, man? My God. It's, it was this movie this movie was just it was it was food-gazing. They should have never did this. They should have just left that shit where it was. They should have let Rocky like train Antonio Tarver and he could have just been Antonio Tarver in the movie. I don't know. Anything besides Mason fucking Dixon and and this movie would have been that much better. It, it was just ah this movie was horrible. I can't believe they even put that together. That's crazy. We can go to Greece. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's funny <laughs> that's fucking funny. Nah, like hey, but you wild. <laughs> Yo, like my thing, this is my thing with I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was a it was it was a great idea. Like I'm glad they was able to do it, but it also shows you like that whole little celebrity thing of like of these athletes that it's like a thing that's like a lot of some people say that this goes along with the business. You know, your man is going to cheat on you. All this type of shit. Because the thing is, I didn't know it was going to be this way until you start watching the movie. Then you start like, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like basically Felicia Rashad is his wife and he had this you know, what's, what's the proper term for it? Bastard child. That's what they call it. So yeah. he had this bastard yeah. child. Entanglement is what yeah. it's called. Okay, he had an entanglement. So, <laughs> and the crazy part is she's been keeping up with him. Like, she's been, from afar, seeing as he doing, all this type of shit. He was just this kid named Adonis Johnson getting into a bunch of fights. You know what I'm saying? he stay in trouble and all this type of shit. So, she comes, grabs him up, and then basically tells him, like, who, who he is. Because, like, if I'm not mistaken, did, no, he did. He indeed. Did, I forgot Cree one. Did he know? He know. No, he didn't, he didn't know. know. She told him. She told him who his father was. Cause she got him out Look, of, I think out he of jail. Know.
0: Nah, did he
1: said he Didn't
0: have no father. He thought his father. Say his
2: father no, died? I, I think. I think he was saying that because he knew who his father was. He didn't want to take that last name or whatever. I think he knew who he was. I don't remember. Sure. You, you guys might be right. But the the way I remember it was he knew who his father was. He just didn't want to um he just didn't want to claim him because he felt like his dad wasn't ever there for him or something like that. But maybe I, I might be wrong. You you got it right. But
0: it said that's the end part. But I think in the beginning he didn't know he was a kid. Okay, okay. Break, he doesn't know. Okay,
1: but then but then he okay, died. Cool. You got to okay, think cool. about it. Because what? Let me see. Rocky four was nineteen eighty five. He would probably wasn't
0: even alive when he was born. He never knew him.
1: Yeah, yeah so that's why he would say he didn't know he had. no... Well, he didn't know who his father, real father. What well, all this like sort of shit. So anyway, I thought it was. I thought it was a, a great idea to do this because it was to to keep it going. And then I'm, I was just looking at the stuff. Rocky don't have any writing credits or directing credits or anything on this. So this was all Ryan Kugler and another guy who put together the story. So what I did like about it mm-hmm. was when. He, when he got it in his head that he wanted to be a boxer he goes to Rocky and the very first time he met Rocky he called Rocky unk right off the rip like it was immediately like I think that he knew like how tight him and Apollo was to where he was just like if y'all was this tight if if he would have never died like you probably would have been like that uncle type figure to me type thing So, And then he also was searching for that father figure type of guy at the same time. But then you throw in the twist of Rocky don't have his son, Rocky don't have Adrian. Rocky really just rotting away, but then the dude turned out to have fucking cancer. And so then fucking Adonis Johnson is trying to prepare for a fight, also being there with Rocky, going to Rocky through his fucking... Uh, chemo treatment. Well, he had to talk him into taking his uh, um, chemo treat- treatments and all this type of stuff. So I thought that the storyline that they added to this made it also gave you that Rocky feel because it's like Rocky's still battling through adversity. But at the same time, Adonis Johnson is going through adversity, too, because he's like, okay, now I got to take up this Creed name. I have to help Rocky do what he's going through. Like there's like a whole lot of human element stuff to go along with this Creed
2: movie. Yeah, man. Um not only does this movie kind of show you the uh the human element, but it also shows you the business side of it too. We actually get to see the, the up and comings of a rising star in boxing. You know, right now, um I've actually caught myself watching boxing more than ever. Um, because there's so many, you know what I'm saying, up-and-coming stars with, you know, guys like Devin Haney. You got guys like Terrence Bud Crawford. You got guys like Errol Spitz, um, Devontae, uh, I mean Devontae Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of guys coming up right now, Fima Lopez. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these guys right now in boxing that, in a sense, kind of remind me of that Creed story. Like, these are guys that, are, that have been, you know – Fighting their way through it and basically have gotten to the point to where they are technically the cream of the crop, you know. And then this, you get to see basically another rags the Riches story, but you don't see it from Rocky this time, you get to see it from Apollo's son Creed, uh, Jr., I guess you call Well, no, it's not Creed Jr., it's Adonis. So, uh, you get to see Adonis just basically rise to the ranks. Um, and then not only that. You know, you also get to see him basically going through his own love story with him finding this girl uh, girl, and, you know, basically trying to, uh, I guess you could say woo her and then, you know, so at the same time still have this boxing career or this budding boxing career. And, you know what I'm saying, he finally gets his chance to, to show what he's got. And um, just like in the first Rocky, you know, we get another moral victory. We get a guy who he gets in the ring, he's really not qualified to really be in the ring, honestly, but he gives it everything he's got, and then you know he he takes it the distance and he get he's gonna expect to be one of the guys that's you know what I'm saying basically supposed to be up there with the rest of them.
0: I mean y'all ain't pretty much said something, but y'all missed out a major a major element i'm gonna I'm gonna put y'all on as soon as I say it, y'all gonna be mad' it's, it's something y'all missed, but. We're not really talking about the element of him going to him getting his ass knocked out for them keys. Nobody's talking about that. His first shot wasn't to Rock. His first shot was to Will Harris. He goes to Will Harris and asks him, can you train him? He says, nah, you're not ready. And he tells him, he's like, nah, put your Mustang up. Throws his Mustang in. He go up against my dog, Andre Ward. Andre Ward get in there, give him that work, knock him out right across the ear. He's knocked out cold. So then he has to go to he, – he he has no option. So now he has to go to Philly where he doesn't know anybody. He has to leave his mom, dupes. He got to go to Philly and try to get see if he can get Rocky to take him on. He pleads with Rocky. Rocky finally takes him on. Second part of this whole movie, when my man goes to uh, – when my man gets with Rocky – there's a part of this when he goes to the um when he goes to the training facility and he re- the guy realizes who he is and right before the fight he said he goes and snitches on him and says he's fighting uh a don he's Adonis Creed son and be- well he he's uh he's 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 Creed, Apollo he's, Creed. Creed. he's Apollo Creed but he's you know he's Donny so he goes in he snitches to get make the fight bigger for his son and then his son ended up losing to him so. At the end of the day, it, it's a perfect setup for the next part. So then pretty Ricky, you know what I'm saying? Pretty Ricky shows up. He getting in some trouble. He knows he's gonna get locked up. It's his last fight. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna do that time. He to think he's gonna get a layup. He think he's about to get a layup with a big name and gonna go out as an undisputed champ, right? He goes to this fight. And now, meantime, nobody's taking into consideration that he's training hard, but Rocky can't train him. So he take him to old buddy with the crazy hand, and he has to learn how to really fight technically because he doesn't really know how to technically fight. He's just fighting with power and passion, and that'll get your ass killed. So, yeah. so at the end of the day, he has to go learn not from Rocky about the, the fighting stuff. Rocky's his sister's mentor, and you know, in a, uh, you know, I, that's why I like this movie because it shows you more of the human element. To me, saying I don't always know everything. I might be Rocky, but I don't know it, so I, I can't do the hands. I can't teach you the hands. I'm gonna take you to somebody else. And he takes him down the road to North Philly, and he gets him the hands. So this is that's why I love this movie. I love the second one, but I, I definitely love the first one too. But there's a that, y'all missed that Will Harris part. That was a big part to me. Yeah, yeah. Will, Will Harris is a little, a little too. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? That, that's what I was saying earlier on the podcast, the fact of, like, you can't keep bringing like people back. Like, you've, you've already done it with Little Duke. You know what I'm saying? You've done it with uh, Apollo Creed. You've done it with, well, once we get to the second one, you've done it with Drago. So it's like, now we're going to bring Clobber Lane. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's getting to the point where it's just like, we need to come up with new characters to keep this thing going because I just feel like we just keep reoccurring people that was in the Rocky movies. Because then you got to think about it. So what? Clark Lane had a son when he was fucking like 50 or something? be the same age as Adonis? You know what I'm saying? like It It, it kind of gets to the point where it kind of gets crazy. But I mean, who who knows? I mean, but like, I like the fact of when you think about this creepy movie, and like you said, Scooch, you brought that up. I, I forgot to mention that. Like when he met you know Tessa Thompson,
2: um what was the fucking name in this?
1: Um I forgot what the hell it was. But like Beyonce. Beyonce, you know she was and she was dealing with what she was dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Cause she was trying to be a singer and then she was was it, was it
2: this that she was <laughs> a deaf <one> <laughs> I say, I she was a deaf singer. That's I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> she was going down She that's was funny. going there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, so it was just like that oh, was sick. that was a whole. Was, you silly as hell, man! You silly as hell. But like, <laughs> like, like, I like
2: Creed
1: it's 1. so many fights that we got together. Yeah, but, but Creed two Creed two is my favorite though out of out of, out of these because there's just so there's there's so much to go along with it. And then like that's when I was saying we realized that Rocky didn't normally fuck up. You know what I'm saying, Creed's life, and then not knowing that he really kind of fucked up. Now this is the thing: I don't know if he really fucked up because would he be able to still like be a father to Adonis, even though that was you know what I'm saying, his mistress' child. You know what I'm saying? Would he still would have been a father to him? You know what I'm saying? So like that's something that we don't know. But then you also got to think about how he fucked up. Drago. like because Drago to one L. And Russell stopped backing him. His wife loved him. Then she didn't just leave; It was with child too. She's like, "This is a dirty bitch." But it was just like, like, man, I hated her character. <laughs> and then I didn't like it. Yeah. anyway, man, because she went on Flavor of Love, and got them
2: she just man, listen, anybody that went. No, New like York? You thinking, of, York, um, you thinking of, um, it ain't Flavor of Love? It's not Flavor of Love. You was thinking of. Um Oh uh, shit! You you on the right track, it but it wasn't Flavor. And it's love. not. I mean, what is that show called? It's a friend. It wasn't like, you know um, The show before that—that's what—that's what, that's what got Flavor, 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 and Love. Yeah. It oh, it was like so real, they, oh, okay, some, okay. real World or some shit like that.
1: Yep. It was something crazy. But well, they had fallen in a relationship, and she was fucking nuts. And um, but she had ended up like like man, that's so fucked up, man. He lose a fight, and he lose everything. But his son was though, but like that dude, that dude, uh Creed, listen, when I first seen this movie, I went to the movies and seen it. I think it was I think it was Valentine's Day. I think it came out Valentine's Day or some shit. And dude, I go in there and this motherfucker's fighting drago within like the first like 10 minutes. You like, what the fuck? And I was like, you I, I knew right then and there, like if he's fighting this dude that quick. He has to take an L. Like, he got to take an L. And this motherfucker get disqualified. And the whole thing was, <laughs> Rocky, Rocky I, hey, I'm going to tell y'all something. And I ain't ashamed to say it. When he was in that damn hospital bed, you know what I'm saying, after he got his ass whooped, and Rocky came in there, and he was like, he said, what, you came to pick up the pieces? And then he can look at him and like, look at me. And this motherfucker, hey, this is the first time I think that cause I know there's a lot of people that make fun of him. well I know Joe Button made fun of uh Michael B trans acting. And like in <laughs> this thing, but when he was in this bed, hey well I'm telling you but I said to shit was sad, but Michael B. I sold that shit good, but like he, he, he man, he huh? You got it? Man, I shared one, man. I'm telling you, but I'm sad, man. I feel bad for him. Hey. I feel bad Congrats for him, him man. man.
2: Be Jordan, bro. Congrats to him. That's hey. great. That made that, hey, that he hey, that was deep. He, hey, he was he was being
1: that bed, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, but and it hurt me, but when he took that pig, but that pee and that, and that blood came out, but I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: really good movie. there's a, there's a lot of shit you got okay uh this this movie man um is I, I don't think it's better than the first one just me personally um i enjoyed the first one a lot more only because to me this was just like a rewrapped version of you know rocky 4 um but this was still, a, you know, as far as the, the franchise go, this was still one of the one of the good ones. You know, this was this really wasn't a bad one. Um, we got we got to dive a little bit more into Adonis's life. We got to see that, you know, saying he was having a kid. We got to see, you know, what I'm saying the ups and downs of his relationship with Bianca. Um, we also got to see the not necessarily the strain, but the strengthening of his relationship with Rocky. Um, also with his mom, well, with his stepmom. We got to see, you know what I'm saying, Felicia Rashad as well. She did an amazing job in these movies. Let's give a kudos to her. Um, you know what I'm saying, but we got we got to see Michael B. Jordan do his thing, man. And, then, and, and uh, another thing is they have, I forgot, I don't know if it's on the deleted scenes on DVD or if it's on YouTube, but there's a deleted scene where Rocky and Drago actually fight again, but it, this scene is cut out of the movie. But it's somewhere on, like, YouTube or a deleted scene on a DVD where you can actually see it. And that's what engages the whole Drago and Creed fight to begin with. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's so dope to be able to see them be able to tell the same story, just in a different light for, you know what I'm saying, the next generation. It kind of reminds me of when um, they did the whole Star Wars uh, one, two, and three. When they, you know, they brought the Star Wars uh, back, and they they came out with a whole new Star Wars for the new generation. You know, we had four, five, and six for you know, saying everybody that was born uh, from the seventies and eighties and nineties, and then they came out in the two thousands with one, two, and three, and they kind of introduced you to those characters in a different way and reintroduced you to some other characters. Um, I think that Creed does the same thing for the new generation. It introduces you to Apollo Creed in a weird way. Um, it introduces you to um, Ivan Drago. It introduces you back to Rocky. It even introduces you to uh Mickey because Mickey gets brought up in a couple of times in this movie. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like we get to see not only some new characters, but we also get to see um some homage to some older characters as well.
0: Yeah. I'm with y'all on that. And
2: I don't have a whole lot of time left,
0: but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this and I'm going to let y'all get to y'all five, finish it up. But um, so if for this movie, for Creed 2 man, and the, uh, one thing I don't think y'all really pointed out, and, I, and I'm going to hit y'all with this real quick, and I think y'all going to kick yourself again for not thinking about this. But uh, he has a kid. <laughs> he has a kid in this one. So he yeah. has to go through the process of bringing, you know what I'm saying, Tessa Thompson to the crib, Bianca, the mom dudes. Like, I don't know if any of y'all moms like my mom, but. My mom knew when my when my wife was pregnant, and she was like, "She's like, oh, you can't smell, you can't do this." So he's getting that form of that motherhood that y'all get to see that he needs to kind of progress. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they're thinking <clears throat> he's coming to tell her about the fight, and they she's telling him about, oh, well, now you got a baby to take care of. And so mm-hmm. then that's the biggest fear for me as a father. I think I worry more about my children, um, and how they're going to grow up. And if you have a, ch- a child with any type of disability or any type of uh, hindrance at all. like uh, It's a different type of love. It's a different type of care you got to give that child that has any type of special need. Um, and his daughter is born deaf. And you know, you can see the life kind of being sucked out of him when he realizes that. And then, he down, after, after he's already trying to pick up the pieces from being injured, he can't get his baby to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, she won't sleep. She's with dad. She won't sleep. He has to get put in the car Take her to the the boxing gym or something, and yeah. you know, and then like it just kind of brings it home for him. He's trying to quit boxing. He really wants to quit and give up, but in the same sense, she brings him back to the place that is supposed to be his comfort and his peace. And it's it's a real crazy thing because in my mind, like as a like I know as a father, I, it always brings me back that movie. Like, and I'm like, that's the part that killed me when he found out his daughter had the hearing issue because when my son was first born. Side note, uh, we he couldn't hear. Uh, my my oldest he couldn't hear out his ear, so he we had that, and that's a so different. It brings up a lot of emotion. And um, the the one thing I would say about the Crees and the Rockies is like we keep talking about the humanity and people, and how it brings out the humanity. Like these are things we all go through. Like we all go through sickness. Cancer doesn't. Cancer doesn't care about race, ethnicity, uh, uh, uh sex. It doesn't care about none of that cancer will take you and then it'll just leave your family in shambles. And the same thing with any type of disability, if you're dealing with that or your children are sick, it's a different type of love. And for those parents that have to deal with that, any type of disability with a child, it's a different, you have to be built for that. That's an adversity in itself. So when you start seeing him battle that and then goes and trains harder than he's ever trained before um, and get ready for this fight to initially take down a, a very formidable opponent that really I don't think in real life he would have beat, but um, you know what I'm saying it, it definitely puts a, a stamp on that franchise. And it, it, I think to me personally, Creed II is definitely my favorite movie of the the Rockies uh, altogether. Um, just because it, it 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 speaks to me as a black man. I'm gonna be real; it speaks to me as a black man. I, I like to see the black dude win. Word, so, word, so um, word. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna hold you so, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for having me, man. For real, for real. I'm sorry I got to run. Uh-oh.
1: I got to go over there. There the you go.
2: I'm no doubt. But I real appreciate everything. Real quick, real everything. quick. Before you go, before you go, uh, give mm-hmm. us your top three Rockies and tell everybody where they can find you.
0: All right, uh, top three Rockies. Uh, so they got, they can be Creed too, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, Creed two is my favorite. I'm gonna rank that number one. Number two is Rocky. Three, and then Rocky Two, is my uh, is my third. But I and then, and then they, they can fall how they want to fall after that.
2: <laughs> um, sure,
0: and, and guys, I'm on um. So I'm just I just started a, a new partnership with Heat Ratio Sports. I'm actually a sports guy. Uh, they they let me come on to talk about movies today, but I'm a, actually a sports guy. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at the real Co- the real culture connoisseur. Um, on Instagram. Um, I'm also on uh. On all your pocket anywhere you get your pockets, I'm, I'm on there on the culture connoisseur, and uh, yeah, I'll be starting a new venture with uh, Heat Ratio Sports here in about a week. Uh, it's affiliated with NBC Philadelphia, so you'll be you guys will be seeing me on there as
2: well. For sure, right, man. That's Thanks for up, coming man.
1: on again, man. For sure. What you saying, Sean? Oh, I was just saying, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like that, this this was a this was a treat, for real, man. I'm glad you was able to make it.
0: For sure, man. Anytime, man. Anytime y'all want me to go over another movie, man, let me know. I can do my little homework, you know? I like watching movies. I need
2: something.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you are, well you 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 was ready for the next one already, so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So that, that's the one. We're going we're gonna to put that one in the bag as well.
0: All right, man. I'll see y'all, man. Y'all take it easy. Everybody be blessed and happy uh, 2021.
2: Yes, sir. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year. So, you know what, what I'm saying? Out to- Shout out to Jamar, man. That was that was super dope for him to join us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we we got through all of them, you know. Um, we finally at the end. Real quick before we before we get into ranking these joints, I just wanted to, to throw this fun fact out there, right? Rocky hey. is fifty seven, he's fifty seven, twenty-three, and one. And forty-five of those fifty-seven wins are by knockout. That's
1: what I'm saying. He, I, t- I said he don't win any by decision, didn't I? <laughs> 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 hey,
2: that is hilarious, man. That is hilarious. So, for anybody wondering, man, his record is fifty-seven, twenty-three, and one. F- uh, forty-five of those wins are by knockout.
1: Hey, I am not surprised. boy. Not one bit. So, so who who going who going first, man? On on the thing, on on the list of the of the Rockets, we doing all of them.
2: Uh, I do. I jump out first, man. Now we just gonna do the top three, bro. We are gonna do our top threes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Rocky three. Which would be my my number one, I'm gonna go from one to three, you can go however you choose, but I'm gonna do number one to three, Rocky three'd be my number one um it'll be creed the first creed to be my number two, and um I hate it, I hate it you know what I'm saying to see them do my guy like this, but I'm gonna go Rocky four as my number three,
1: okay, 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 I got uh. I'm gonna go one to three as well, man. I got I got Creed two.
2: Um
1: I, I gotta go with Jamal on that one. That was really one of my favorite ones. Um then I'm gonna go Ah oh, man that's tough. Because I wanna you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Rocky Three and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, I hate to say it, but I, I
2: got to go four as well, man. I got to go Rocky four as well. So I got three, two, Rocky three, and um, Rocky four. Yeah, man. I mean, you you really can't go wrong picking whichever one, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, these, these movies have a, a list of, of stars, man. They had Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Dolph Lundgren, Antonio Tarver, um, I forgot what Tommy Gunn's real name is, but he's an actual boxer as well. Uh you got um Carl Weathers, you got uh Michael B. Jordan, um, who else was in these joints? Uh Tess Thompson. Yeah, Tessa Thompson. Rashad. Felicia Rashad. Um I, I mean, it's just you got you got uh so many, it was just so many different people, man, and, and it was just, you know what I'm saying, it was, it was nice to see all of this come together and be this kind of franchise that it was. And then, you know what I'm saying, when I found out about the Mr. T story, I was definitely in on it, too. So, uh, yeah, man, you got anything else to say about the Rocky franchise? Nah, that's man, that's,
1: all, that's all I got for it, man.
2: Um, you know, it, all I got to say is that it was great to
1: have a uh, – you know what I'm saying a, a third wheel along with us, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he put out some yeah. stuff that you know, what I'm saying that we, that we not that we forgot, like, I was really kind of trying not to talk too much, all uh, type stuff, but you know, but he brought in some very, very, very good points, man. But so, yeah, every day that I yeah. had, he 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 filled it in, man.
2: He filled it in. Yeah, man. That was, that was dope to have him on, man. And it and is – you know what I'm saying? You you shouted him out before on the podcast about him going on to, you know what I'm saying, his next venture. And it's good to see that, you know what I'm saying, he's continuing that thing, man. And now, you know, it's it's something that's actually coming to fruition. Because at first you said he was it was something that was looking at him for. And, you know what I'm saying, now we know that, you know what I'm saying, it's something that he's actually going to. So that's dope, man. And it's good to see that, you know what I'm saying, you was – you know what I'm saying, inspiration to beyond some of that, and that's fire, bro, you know, so it's good to you know know that people you know what I'm saying actually out here you know what I'm saying taking some notes and, and actually you know what I'm saying gaining some stuff from it, so we actually sharing and and building the community that way that's you know that's fire, man, I like that um but this this next one we got bro is uh who. What 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 you think about this next one, man? This one is uh, this one is is pretty much down our lane. This is a uh, a football joint. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah, man. That, you know, <laughs> It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's gonna be fun. It's it's definitely man. gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be, you know. It's gonna be steaming hot, man. It's gonna be a steaming hot episode. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like hey, that. that
2: was gonna,
1: yeah, man. It's it's gonna be steaming hot, man. And, and uh, for sure. And it's it's just gonna it's gonna be something really fun to do, man. Because it's 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 a a star packed movie, man. Like yeah. once we get there and start. Going down the names of the people that was in it, yo, mm-hmm. a lot of people, recognizable people, in this movie, yeah. man.
2: So I'm very yeah. excited
1: to do this joint.
2: I'm a, I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. This it's gonna be one of those ones to where you know you uh you gotta you gotta sit back and and you might have to rewatch this so that after you hear this next episode, just because you know something it's just one of those movies that's it's just worth it, man. Um. I, I I already I already know where I'm giving the fire flames. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. This is just, this, this <laughs> one of those ones, so you know. So, <laughs> I already I already know how this is gonna go down, man. But um, you guys stay tuned. Make sure you you tune into the next episode, man. Um, it'll it'll definitely be one for the books. We 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 are gonna enjoy ourselves on our this one. Um, but once again, you already know, man. Thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, If you guys want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at School's Bronson. You can follow me on Instagram at Schools Bronson underscore TV. And you can check out my last episode of 15 Minutes of Fame, uh, the podcast featuring S.Dy Foster. You know what I'm saying? We got into into some casual conversation, and it ended up uh, being one of the best pods I've ever done on uh, 15 Minutes of Fame. So go check that out. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and also last but not least, make sure you go to the v a pod watch group on facebook make sure you uh, um send that uh invite or yeah add yourself send that invite so we can accept you we're trying to uh, build up that community man we're trying to do some big big things we, we wanna uh we want to have a nice little base uh before we start rolling in and rolling out the other stuff we got planned for this year man <clears throat>
1: man. And just go follow the Stolen Time Podcast on uh, all major platforms and 28 minutes or less podcast. Um, that's also on all major platforms. Uh that's also eight on Instagram and the Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook.
2: Also the stolen Time Pod on Instagram. Yes, sir, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for coming in once again. You gotta know. Um, like they say in the movies, man. Uh, it's a wrap.